I think it's safe to say that 2020 has been a rough year on all of us in one way or another. The coronavirus pandemic, alongside all of the usual problems, has seen a rise in depression and anxiety among all age groups. That, on top of elections, politics, worry for the economy, and daily struggles. Ukraine already has a history of poor support or even acknowledgement of mental health issues, an issue that heavily affects everyone as the country continues to deal with a slow-burn war and corrupt courts. Last year, as a part of the Free Ukraine podcast series, I sat down with Paul Nyland to discuss the mental health crisis in Ukraine and his newly formed organization, Lifeline Ukraine, a suicide hotline to save people's lives, focused first and foremost on helping Ukraine's military veterans. When I sat down with Paul, Lifeline Ukraine had been live for a fresh two weeks. I couldn't help but wonder how the first year of operation went. Uh, exciting really to be to be doing something um, new with a team that I, I brought together you know and, and we all had to get to know each other we all had to w- work out what it was we were actually doing right because you know it was a it was a brand new and fresh organization but the the, the skills within the team the variety the diversity of their backgrounds it, it, it all comes together very beautifully and and everyone complements each other and you know the the people that we have that experience have experience of working on other hotlines they were instrumental in um in helping us to build our administrative procedures the people that we have who are veterans they're the ones who inspire us all of us every single day because of what they've done because of 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 their backgrounds because of the fact that you know, when, when their country needed them, they, they answered the call and they, they went to the front line and they, they fought against Russian aggression in Ukraine. And, and, you know, we first and foremost, that's what Lifeline Ukraine is for. It's, it's for veterans and the very best way to, to help uh, a veteran who's in a time of crisis is by connecting them with someone who understands them, who understands what they have gone through and what they are now going through as they're readapting back into civilian life. The peer-to-peer support is key when it comes to supporting those suffering depression, loneliness, and suicidal thoughts. Half of the Lifeline team are veterans themselves. It was an important aspect of the hiring process. First day of our first training session and two of the veterans were already sitting in the, in the room and two other veterans walked in together. And when they saw each other, the first time they'd seen each other since they were on the front line together, the, you know, just the the hugs and the dude, where have you been? I haven't seen you for years. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a nice moment. Um, uh, one of many, many, many nice moments. It's it's just been a phenomenal year. It's just been the most incredible time of my professional career. You know, I I've done many things in the past. I've worked on bringing foreign direct investment into Ukraine. I've been in publishing for over a decade. I've done this, that, the other, been involved in different charitable organizations and charity projects. Um, I've, I've, I've never done something as as rewarding, as beautiful as, as this. And there's, you know, every single day, you, you, you ask about the year, every single day there is something that goes on in my office that is touching. When a person comes to the point to really ending their life, 
there's a complex set of different factors. One of the things that can lead to suicide ideation is job loss and then financial hardship. And those are things that are a result of the COVID pandemic that we are suffering globally, not just Ukraine's issue, but around the world. So we're seeing many people who are on that pathway. It's something called a continuum. So it starts off with a single issue, maybe like job loss, and then there are other factors that play in and add on top of this. For example, then the financial hardship that comes from job loss. And then, you know, as a result of those things, a person starts feeling worthless because they're not able to provide for their family. And a feeling of worthlessness is is one of the contributing factors that it's an additional problem that adds to this continuum. And then, you know, as a result of then those factors, the depression that might come in from that, and then family issues that might result from that as well. When I look at the figures of Lifeline Ukraine, the number of calls that we've taken, the number of people that we've, that we've helped, it's something like 14% of them. 14% of our calls are suicidal right now. And then there's another 22% of the calls where it's a family member who is calling on behalf of someone else that might be feeling suicidal. And every time that we deal with, let's call it an earlier intervention before someone's progressed down that continuum to the end point where literally the end point is what they're thinking about. You know, when we're helping people, I, I, I learned a word. Every day I, I look through our uh, call log and I look through the, the, the kind of issues that we're dealing with. And a couple of months in, I saw a word in the daily record and it was, it was somewhat in Ukrainian, and and I said, I, I said, what's this word? I don't understand it. And one of my colleagues translated it into into Russian and said, "Adinochstvo," and I said, I still don't understand what that is. What is it in English? And someone said, "Loneliness," you know. And just that one call, helping somebody out who is lonely, it helps a person to avert continuing along that continuum that we discussed, that path towards. Where, where everything is, is bleak, and that's the kind of thing that makes it all worthwhile. There is no typical phone call or exact script. There are only two things that are consistent. The first being the opening line. When that phone rings, Lifeline Ukraine picks up and says, Lifeline Ukraine, I'm listening to you. That's standard. That's you know, more than 7,000 times that phrase has been said. Lifeline Ukraine, I'm listening to you. And then wherever the conversation goes, the conversation goes. You know, most of what we do, we're, we're, we're listening. It's probably 80% of the time that we spend on, on the phone, it's listening to people. When we get to the end of a difficult call, um, the closing is that, that we say, like, if, if our conversation ends now, can I feel secure that you're okay, that nothing's going to happen to you? And we, we like to get that agreement with people before we say goodbye to them. And, and, and then we'll often say to them as well, like, you know, please do me a favor. I, I won't be here tomorrow. It will be m- my colleagues. Please call back tomorrow and let us know how you're doing. And if there's anything else that you want, we're always here. Anytime you can always contact us. And, you know, a part of that is adjusting the psychology of the person in that moment because they're making a plan to do something the next day. And that's the exact opposite of terminating their life through suicide. There's a golden window when it comes to suicide prevention. If you have a suicidal caller, you have about 15 minutes. If you have that person on the phone after 15 minutes, you can feel pretty confident that you've brought that person out of their dark thoughts. 
If you are still on that phone for 15 minutes, you've saved a life. I didn't only want to hear about Lifeline Ukraine this week because it had been about a year since the operation started, but also because it's the week of Thanksgiving. And when I was thinking of things to be thankful for during this whirlwind of a year, Lifeline Ukraine was something I was grateful to have here. And I'm not the only one. During the American Chambers of Commerce in Ukraine's 2020 Thanksgiving choice of the business community, Paul Nyland was among the two to be recognized. It took my breath away. I, I really didn't expect it. I went to my office and I, I gathered administration, pulled them into the call center and said, I've got some news for you. Guess who won this prestigious award this year? And, and one of my colleagues, who's a veteran, he, he looked at me and he said, IREX, which is the name of our uh, donor organization that we're working with right now. Um, and I said, no, we did. <laughs> it's a, an amazing recognition of the work that they do. And, and as, I, as I said in my um, acceptance speech that we recorded on Monday that was, that was then broadcast yesterday, you know, they, they never know when they answer the phone exactly what they're, what they're going to be dealing with in you know, the next minutes of their life as it unfolds in front of them. And not in spite of that, but because of that, there's a, there's a rush between them to answer the next call. Our average call answer time is seven seconds. That's our response to potentially dealing with a crisis. And, you know, it could be, could be somebody calling back to say, thank you for helping me a few days ago. I really needed it. It could be someone who's, you know, calling to find out who we are. They, they know somebody who they think might need our support. And so they make like a, a control call and, and, you know, see what it, it feels like to be interacting with Lifeline Ukraine before they then go and, recommend to their relative, their son, their father, whoever it might be, you need to call 7333. I've spoken to them, they seem like decent people, make the call, right? Um, or it could be someone who is in a, 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 a moment of major um, personal pain. And, and my colleagues rush to that. You know, if, if, you, if you put your hand up and you say, I want to do that, I want to work on a suicide prevention hotline, you are a superb person. You are someone pretty fucking special. If, if you do that, you are someone pretty fucking special. And every single one of them, they're, 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 all, they're all heroes. And right at this very moment, in, in the Lifeline Ukraine office right now, there could be a person's life being saved this very instant. They're all heroes. Last year, Ukraine was ranked 8th in the world in terms of suicide rates. So far, no new data has been published, but we hope to see Ukraine leave the top 10 in the next few years, and see how organizations like Lifeline Ukraine are able to break old stereotypes and open up much-needed conversations, and allow people to connect with each other, especially now, when many people are feeling isolated, scared, and overwhelmed. If you feel this way, your feelings are valid and know that hotlines like Lifeline Ukraine are always available. Lifeline Ukraine's number is 7333. The phone call is free and open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also find them on their social media or their website, which now has a chat room option. 
the United States number is 1-800-273-8255. Canada's 1-833-456-4566. And UK, 08457-909090. I'm your host, Alina Kent. Thank you for listening to the Key of Post podcast.